Amen. What a wonderful, beautiful song. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning with verse 6. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Amen. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool, because I will be speaking the truth. But I refrain so that no one will think more of me than is warranted. But what I do or say, or because of the surprisingly great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may be rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. This time I'd like to go to God in prayer. And I'm going to ask Brother Charles Turner to lead us in a word of prayer. Amen. You may be seated. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest upon me. Have you ever had a problem before that just seems it never goes away? Amen. Just all the time that is there. Now think about Job, poor Job. His problem was bigger than any problem I've ever faced in my life before. Job lost everything, didn't he? Lost his family, lost his children, lost his wife, lost all of his income. And Job had so many things going on in his life. Now, Paul, on the other hand, he said that he had a thorn of the flesh, a thorn of the flesh. When Sheila and I lived in town, praise God for country living. Amen. But I remember living in town in downtown Edmonton. At the corner of our house, we had a burning bush. Now, that burning bush, it was, it was pretty, and I liked looking at it, and she liked looking at it. But you know one of the worst things about having a burning bush in your front yard? You have to trim it about once a year, or it just take off and grow all over the place. Well, that burning bush had some wonderful, wonderful things on it. You know what it was? Thorns. And every year when I would go out to trim that burning bush, it never failed. I would get two or three thorns in my finger, and then I'd get my pocket knife out. Y'all know how we do all this. And I'd start digging down in there to get those thorns out. And every year I would go in and tell Sheila, I'd say, Honey, we're going to cut that bush down this year. And every year, you know what she'd say? No, we're not. And I would go back the next year and get a thorn and a thorn and a thorn. And the only way I got away from that burning bush is Chad and Heather moved into our old house. And he gets to do it now. And I'm sure he gets those. But Paul says he had this thorn of the flesh. More than just a thorn from a burning bush. A lot of folks think that that thorn was his eyesight. And Paul had to deal with it. Each and every day. And for 14 years, he prayed and asked God to take away this thorn that was bothering him 
so much. And Paul had this special relationship with God. You would think that God would listen to Paul, wouldn't you? And God would heal Paul from this thorn of the flesh that he had. Sometimes our thorns stay like that as well, don't they? You ever had not a burning bush thorn, but if you had a thorn of the flesh that has come down upon you, maybe it's a medical condition, maybe it's a problem in your family, maybe it's a problem in your job. We've all dealt with problems in our churches, amen? Those thorns that come into your life. What do you do with those? How do you handle those? When you pray to God, I truly believe that God hears and answers each and every one of our prayers. Amen? The problem is sometimes God answers with an answer that we don't like, right? And sometimes that answer is no. And if you have that thorn of the flesh, what do you do? Jesus and Paul both prayed to God, didn't they? Paul prayed to God that, Take away this thorn that I have, dear Lord. Take away this thorn of my eyesight. Give me my eyesight back to where it used to be. Do you remember what Jesus prayed about? Jesus prayed in the garden, didn't he? And Jesus had a major thorn that was about to cause him major problems. Remember when he asked God, let this cup, what? Pass from me. Let this cup pass. Pass from me. Dear Lord, I don't want to go through this terrible situation that I'm going to have to handle in the next few days. And God's answer to Jesus was what? No. This thorn is something that I need you to do. And we know that Jesus was able to overcome those things in his life. And Paul was over, able to overcome those thorns that he had in his life. Today, you might look at your thorn or whatever that may be, and you may say to yourself, I wish I could just pass it on to somebody else. You ever seen certain people in the world today that they seem not to have any problems at all? Y'all know people like that? I've known a few. They seem like they have everything. They have everything that they need, plenty of money, a nice house, a nice car, Great kids, great grandkids have everything that they need. I want you to know something. We all have problems no matter who you are. And no matter how you look or how you behave, we all have situations. You have to be very careful when you say, Lord, take away my thorns and give it to them and give me their thorns. Better watch out. Their thorns could be a whole lot worse than yours, couldn't they? And Paul would say, look at your own thorns, that thorn that you have in your life. How are you going to work with it? God is using it for a purpose. I don't believe that God does anything without a purpose, does he? He has a purpose for everything that he does. How is God going to use this thorn to help you in your life? Thorns are frustrating. Over in Verse 7, it says, Or because of this surprisingly great revelation, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. As frustrating as thorns can be, it is great comfort to be able to pray to God about it. What does Paul say 
in the scripture here. Never get to a point where you think more highly of yourself than what? You ought to. Never get to a point in your life, and it would have been very easy for Paul to do that, wouldn't it? been very easy for Paul to say, look at all these folks that I've changed. Look at all these churches that I've changed. Look at all these lives that have been saved. Look at all of these things. And Paul found out something. Even though it's frustrating, you cannot run and hide from those thorns that are put in your life. Any of you ever watched Everybody Loves Raymond? It's one of my favorite TV shows. And I always like it at the beginning of the Everybody Loves Raymond. When Raymond's mom and dad and brother are coming over from across the road and Raymond and his wife try to hide the best that they can. And one, one little commercial that they had, Raymond had dipped down on the door and had a mail opening his sleeve in the front door and his mom just stuck her hand through there and patted Raymond on the top of the head. I always think that's sort of like thorns, isn't it? You can't run and hide from them. They are going to find you. And Paul knew that. Paul knew that even though it was very frustrating that that thorn that God had got given to him, maybe his eyes, Paul was convinced that he was useless unless the thorn was removed. But Paul had to understand that thorn that God gave him was to keep him on the right path. That thorn that God gave to Paul was to let Paul know that God was still in control and that he had to turn to God and ask for direction. Do you have a thorn this morning? Do you have a situation that needs to be totally, and you truly believe it, needs to be totally removed from your life? There's going to be thorns in your life that God is going to remove. And you're going to pray to God and you're going to ask God and say, God, take this away from me. Let this cup pass from me, right? God, help me to be able to overcome that. And God is going to hear and answer that prayer and take away that thorn in your life. Isn't it great this morning when God takes a thorn away? Amen? It feels good, doesn't it? It feels good when God relieves you of some of that pressure that you have in your life. But as we know... Thorns, I, I learned that with the burning bush over at our house in Edmonton. Just because you get a thorn out, watch out, there's going to be what? A thorn to replace it. How do you live? What are those reasons for those thorns? We're over in verse 8, it says, Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made in perfect weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. My grace is sufficient, for my power is made perfect in weakness. When we are on our reason that Paul kept this thorn in the flesh, I believe, for 14 years, that he prayed to God about, God wanted to let Paul know that God was still in control and that he wanted to keep Paul on his knees praying and talking 
to God. A reason for that thorn that Paul had was Hebrew was re, he was getting stronger and stronger in his faith, and he was in that weakness. He was made perfect towards God. I have learned a whole lot more about myself in my Christian walk when I am weak than when I am strong. Right? You learn so much more about yourself. When you're going through problems, when you're going through difficulties, you learn the importance of praying and talking to God and asking for God's guidance and for God's help and not to become frustrated, but say that I am going to become in my weakness. I am going to learn what Christ wants from me. I am going to learn how to grow stronger in my relationship with God. God wanted the thorn to stay there to keep Paul on his knees where Paul was listening and talking to God. Now, you might say, well, preacher, so got a thorn? I prayed to God and I asked God to take away that thorn and it seemingly to me, I prayed quite a few times and I've talked to Christ about it quite a few times. It seems to me that he has answered with a no. Do I just now give up? Do I just now say, I've got to live with this for the rest of my life? I don't believe so. I believe sometimes God can answer and say no about that thorn that you have in this life. But maybe that purpose of that thorn has played out its time. You still pray to God. And you ask for his help, for his guidance, and also for his strength. The, fr- the transformation from the thorn over in verse 10. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then what? That I am strong. Then when I am weak, I am Strong. How how many of you this morning wants to stand up and say, Preacher, I delight in weakness and in insults and in hardships and in persecutions and difficulties. How many of you want to stand up and say, That's what I want this upcoming week to look, look like? No, you wouldn't want to say that. But what is Paul saying? I am not going to allow those things to control me. I am not going to allow... My mind and my heart and my soul and my strength and my happiness to be based upon all of those things. Because Paul basically says, and he knew this true, God would never put more on him than he ought to, right? More than he could bear. And that thorn was not going to weigh him down to a point where he wasn't able to do God's will. For when I am weak, then I am Strong. Paul learned that that thorn that God left there was to help him remember his presence and his guidance in his life and what Paul needed. Paul finally became thankful for his thorn and said, because of this thorn, I have learned so much more about myself. I have learned so much more about my relationship with God, and I am going to learn more every day about how much God loves me today we all have one thorn that we could say dear lord please make it go away 
that old COVID-19, right? But there's a whole lot of other things. And you know what those thorns are? You know what you're dealing with? Maybe it's a thorn you have of your, that's your own personal thorn. Maybe it's a thorn that hurts your family. Maybe it's a thorn that hurts somebody that you love. Maybe it's a thorn of something that is going on in the world today. Well, I truly believe that we need to pray about those, don't we? And we need to turn those over to God. And many of those thorns, God will relieve. And many of those thorns, God will take away. But those ones that remain, I've had people come to the altar and say, Brother Paul, I've prayed about this many, many times. I've asked God to help me many, many times with this situation. I've asked God to take this away from me many, many times. And many, many times we had to realize that God says, I'm not going to do it right now. This thorn is going to be there for you to grow as a Christian, for you to stay closer to me, for you to be on your knees all the more and talking to me. Those thorns of the flesh. Paul says, don't get frustrated. Don't give up. Because when I am weak, what? Then I am strong. And I am growing stronger as a Christian every day. Today, whatever God has laid upon your heart to pray about, maybe it's one of those thorns that you need to pray. And you need to talk to God and say, God, please take this away. God, please Give me back to what I used to be. Please give me what strength I need to be able to overcome it. But when God answers no, pray for the strength and the encouragement to make it through. Whatever God has laid upon your heart this morning, we invite you to come as we have our closing song. John, all right?